TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. I am feeling overwhelmingly confident about this series. Now, whether it's five or four, I don't know, but uh, we're going to get the perspective of one Marcus Johnson, a man that's been there, done that, Bucks television analyst for Fox Sports Wisconsin. Marcus, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Everything's good. Are you as confident as I am in uh, in the Bucks winning this series? Well, I heard you throw out five or four. Um, I'm not quite that confident, and I think we got to be careful with that. Um, and, look, the Bucks are playing, obviously, great basketball right now, but this is the Toronto Raptors. It's a team that uh, has been uh, the second-best team in the Eastern Conference and has been on the Bucks' heels all season. Uh, but I understand where you're coming from, but – I'm just I'm just a nervous Nelly when it comes to these kinds of situations. When the Bucks are up three one on Boston, I'm still nervous about closing that closing that deal. So that's just kind of how I'm wired. I, I just got to be careful in that kind of putting that 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 energy out there that this thing is over. We saw what happened when Paul Pierce did that after the first game of that Celtics series, and I don't want to I don't want to follow that template. Um, let me ask you this. Put on your player's hat for me for a minute. Uh, you can look at it from both perspectives. Toronto. Went toe to toe with the Bucks in the Pfizer Forum, and ultimately they lost. But do you, as a Toronto Raptor, do you think to yourself, "I let one get away," or do you think we went toe to toe with this team in Game One on their home court, and they were better rested than we were? We had the energy and the ability to do this, or do you look at it as, "Oh my goodness, it got away from us"? No, Toronto is too good of a team, and um, Kawhi Leonard is a is an NBA champion. He's been there before. Now you know Nick Nurse. He's he's in his first year, and this is kind of kind of new to him. And I think we saw that with his uh, overuse of, of Kawhi and some of the starters. Even though his options were obviously somewhat limited, I think we'll see a difference in minutes distribution. Kawhi doesn't play 33 of the first 36 minutes of the game tonight. But to your to your to your question, Bill, I think Toronto looked at it like, look, we had one guy in the fourth quarter score a field goal. That was Kyle Lowry. Everybody else was 0 for 15 combined. Uh, you know, the, the, the Siakam was 6-for-20 and struggled from the three-point line, and Danny Green struggled from the three-point line. He's a 46% three-point shooter. I think they're looking at it like they can come back and still have a legitimate opportunity to, 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 to pull out game two. And they're going to come out, um, you know, both barrels blazing and, and really feeling confident that, that they can beat this Milwaukee Buck team, even though, the Bucks were able to prevail, I think, three to one, three out of four during the regular season. You could throw all that out of the window, but uh, I think Toronto's confident that uh, they can beat the Bucks. But, again, I always point out, and people seem to lose sight of this fact, you're looking at the number one defense in the NBA. The Bucks don't get enough credit for that. And one of the reasons why this Toronto team struggled and it took Kawhi Leonard 26 shots to get 31 points because the Bucks have a great defensive scheme that bends but doesn't break, and they're able to adjust. Uh, mid-game so that it keeps you off balance as an offensive player. They, they don't show their hand right at the start of the game of what they're going to do in terms of stopping you. It's like the, it, 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 it unfolds gradually, and that really messes with an offensive player's mindset when, when things are just kind of tweaked as the game progresses. 
the Bucks have to uh, feel good. They took Toronto's shot, and they really didn't get – I mean, George Hill and Pat Connaughton up until this last game, I thought, boy, those two guys, they could almost vie for the MVP because of the way they played defensively, the way they played offensively, the pick-me-up they gave, even without uh, Malcolm Brogdon being in the lineup. And then not to have either score a point, you think to yourself, at some point, uh, all of this is going to start to come together, and the Bucks could really begin offensively to fly, can't they? Well, yeah, without question. Chris Middleton, I mean, and, and look, I give Chris a pass because, and Bledsoe to, to a lesser degree also because of the work and the energy exerted at the defensive end of the floor. Chris was doing a great job on Kawhi and fighting through screens and, and keeping him going to his left hand and forcing him into help and really expending a lot of energy at that end of the floor and still had enough in, in, in the third and fourth quarters to come up with some, some, some big shots for the Bucks. But you're right. But the other thing to remember, Bill, is that and this is the beauty of, of this of this John Horst manufactured lineup that we're looking at right now. Sterling Brown didn't play at all, and he's a very capable player. Depending on, you know, health wise, is he close to 100 percent? I think he had an ankle issue. Uh, Tony Snell is another guy that uh, that fits pretty well into what the Bucks are doing. And then, and this guy may not ever see the light of day in a situation like this. But DJ Wilson has had some great games. Uh, I guess the Detroit and I guess Toronto, I think January 31st had a 16-point game. So there's still other options if Pat Connaughton, George Hill are struggling to knock down shots. We don't know. We'll see tonight. But there's other options that Coach Bud can go to, and that's that's the thing that's going to be the uh, the, the prevailing kind of kind of kind of circumstance in this in this series is going to be the undoing of Toronto. The Bucks have such tremendous depth that they just kind of scratch the surface and using in game one. Talking to Marcus Johnson, Bucks television analyst for Fox Sports Wisconsin. Uh, so, Marcus, take us in the locker room. Sitting there right now, if you're uh, you're the guys coming in for shoot around, getting ready for tonight's game, what what are you thinking? If I'm the Bucks, either or. Let's see what you're talking. Either or. If you're well, if you're Toronto walking through the door, or you're the Bucks walking through the door. You've been in those locker rooms. Well, you know what it's like. Yeah. No, I mean Toronto. I mean, you know, you've got a you've got a, you, you've got a pretty difficult task at hand, but. But, again, you're confident. I mean, the fact that Kyle Lowry, he's got a shooting stroke uh, back at least for that game, uh, seven for nine from the three-point line. And, and um, you, you got guys who you feel like are going to play better basketball. I think Nick Nurse learned uh, a lesson about overuse, and he'll do a better job of playing Ibaka more than 17 minutes. I think we'll see Norman Powell more than, than nine minutes. So they'll be ready. Uh, Siakam will be ready. He looked uh, aggressive at least, even though he missed 14 out of 20 shots. And for the Bucks, look, uh, Coach uh, Bud and staff, they've done a great job all season long. They're keeping these guys on an even keel, keeping them focused, not uh, emotionally letting them get too high, too low, and just understanding that they just go out there and do what they do. Look, they get criticized. I think Charles Barkley talked about how the, the offense is stupid because they're taking all these threes, but that's how this team plays. And I was with Charles a lot early on in the season. I'm like, you know, take it to the basket. Stop shooting the threes and not falling. But this is what this team is going to live and die by. So they've got a system that has won 60 games, that has won 60 games, finished fourth in the, in the league in offensive rating. So they're going to stick to their system, do what they do, play how they play. And as Coach Bud says before every game, you know, let's let it fly. Let's get out, fill the quadrant, let it fly, open up that space in the middle for Giannis, and see what happens. What does it mean when you're coach, I mean, if, if you've ever played for a guy like this, and I was, we were talking the other day, after that game on Wednesday where they go to the huddle, they're down by, I think, 10 at that point. They're struggling. And instead of the coach kind of giving you pointers and screaming and yelling and, and getting animated, he just comes in and says, don't worry about it. We got this. Just let it fly. And, and using that terminology, 
And it, yeah. it, if your coach is just like, guys, we got this. Don't worry about it. Just go do your thing. That's got to lead you to believe as a player when maybe your nerves are starting to get to and you're feeling a little tight. That's got to lead you to believe like, oh, okay, he believes in us. He knows we're going to win this game. So let's pressure's off. Here we go, right? Well, we'll see. And, and, and again, this has been the blueprint for this team's success all season. And that's been managing minutes effectively. And so you get Giannis playing 32, 33 minutes a game. Chris is saying, I, I, did, I had some research done. I didn't do it, but I, was look, I wanted to look at 60-game winning teams over the course of NBA history and, and which teams had their leading scorers, their top two scorers, play the fewest minutes. And the Bucks finished fifth on that list behind three San Antonio teams and, uh, and then that one Atlanta Hawk team that the Coach Bud coached in, in 2015. So Coach Bud is used to – finding a way to get optimum production in the, in the least amount of minutes. Now, yeah, the minutes will be increased come playoff time, but still there's kind of a cutoff point when I think the, the coaching staff, the medical staff feels that you can get the optimum benefit from these guys. So the point is is that you're not going to overtax Giannis. You're, gonna, you're not going to overtax Chris. You're going to get an uh, 8- to 10-point deficit, but you feel very confident that once you get to that fourth quarter that your guys are rested and ready and will have enough as long as you maintain some semblance of contact, don't let it get too far away from you. But you're real confident that that, that that's going to balance out in that fourth quarter because of that minutes distribution that this staff and medical staff and everybody involved has been so so judicious and using this season. Marcus, always a pleasure to chat with you. Uh, I'm saying book it. You and I are going to talk again during the finals because I'm that confident. I'm, I'm feeling I'll, good, I'll, my friend. Trust me. I hope you're right, man. Trust me, I hope you're absolutely on it, man. It'd be great to get this thing over early, and so uh, hopefully we'll get it done tonight. Marcus, always a pleasure. We'll chat again, okay? All right, sounds good. Well, thank you. All right, pal. Talk to you later. There you go. Marcus Johnson, the great Marcus Johnson, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.